0: as creatives, as business owners, we cannot afford to hold back. I'm using these words. I'm saying we cannot afford to hold back. We should not hold back. We cannot strive for perfection because perfection does not exist. And that is the truth, my friend. And that is honestly, that is what I believe. There is no state of perfection. My motto is, put your best food forward. Well, here on this podcast, I promise to keep it raw and real and hope you find your answers, action, and inspiration as we move through the episodes. Hi and welcome to episode 29. Before we move forward, I have just a small announcement to make. And that is regarding the podcast schedule. So you know how we have all been in a very different situation for the last two and a half, three years now. Ha! Huh. And I am finally ready to get on a plane and visit my family back in India. So, yep, I'm traveling to see my folks in two days. All right. So... I have debated a lot whether or not to still continue to have episodes coming out on a weekly basis while I'm away. And as much as I would love that, I think I'm not going to do that. And that is because I feel like, one, my family deserves my full attention. And two, this is not a regular holiday. I'm going home after so many years that I just want to be present Like all the time, I just want to be in that moment with all those people I have not seen for so long. So with that, I hope you understand that we will not have podcast episode the next two weeks and I will be back in mid May. And that's when we will pick it up back again. So if you're on my email list, you will know when the episode is coming out. And if you're not on my email list and you would like to be informed when we're going to resume again, then please get on my email list. It's super easy. Either just go onto my website, you can download the free photography guide, or you could even just subscribe to the email list by going to any of the podcast episodes. And if none of that works for you, just send me a DM on Instagram, just send me an email, and we'll get you on the list so that you know exactly when the next power-packed episode comes out. But thank you so much for understanding. Thank you so much. All right, with that, should we get started? Okay, I have a very interesting topic for you, and it is on perfection. I know, it's like, you think that, oh, how is this going to benefit me? But trust me, once you hear this, you're going to be like, okay, I need to change my photography game. I need to approach things differently. So, which is why I have created this episode, because... It's definitely been a game changer for me and how I approach and how I've been able to make progress, not just as a creative, but also in my business. And that's why I just absolutely have to share this with you. All right. So today we're going to talk all about being perfect, perfection, perfectionist, you know, everything to do with striving for that absolute excellence. So tell me one thing, when someone says you are such a perfectionist, Do you feel good? Do you like it? Do you feel like, oh, that's a compliment? Do you take it as a compliment? And do you feel as though, you know, oh, my work must be very high quality? And that's why I'm coming across as such a perfectionist. And you'll be like patting your back. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Is that how you take it when someone asks you, Are you a perfectionist? Okay, then let me ask you one more thing. How do you know or how can you tell that something's being done perfectly? How can you tell for certain that something is perfect, right? So I looked up the definition of perfection and it says that perfection is to make something as good as possible. Okay, now let's just think about this for a minute. Make something as good as possible. Do you think there can ever be an end to making something as good as possible? Like think about it. Even if you do make something as good as possible, what is perfect to you may not be perfect to someone else, right? Like your idea of good is probably not the same as your neighbor's idea of good or someone else's idea of good, which is why I want to talk about this idea of perfection. You know, how most of us take it as a compliment, which it is in a way. I will not disagree. It is definitely, in a way, a compliment. But It might also be holding us back from creating our best work, or it could be holding us back from venturing into something new, or it could even be holding us back from just unleashing our full potential. So listen to me as I reveal to you how this idea struck me, where I learned from, and how I've changed things in my creative journey that has helped me so much, just because I'm not trying to be a perfectionist. All right. So I used to be called the perfectionist and I still am. And by whom? My husband, right? So he knows me the best. He thinks that I do everything up to perfection. You know, I am actually type A, which is a personality type as people call it. So I'm very, very, very particular about the way things are done. And I, you know, have to make sure that it's done that way and blah, 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 all of that. So until a few years ago. I thought it was a very good thing. So every time I was told, oh, you're a perfectionist, I did take it as a compliment. But there were a few incidents that totally changed my thinking. And thank God those incidents happened. Thank God this perception has changed for me. I really thank God for that. So during architecture days, I was working in a firm where I was designing hospitals and I had a team manager. So he was kind of like the person I was reporting to. And he was also the lead designer of the project. And he was known for his impeccable work. That guy, he worked round the clock. Like everybody knew that he was going to give his 200% in everything. So when I joined the team, I was like, I heard so many stories about him. And I was like, wow, cool. Awesome. I'm going to learn from this guy. I'm going to learn how he does it. Wow. You know, he had such a reputation of being a perfectionist (laughs) in the office. So, when I began working with him, we were working on a very large hospital project together. And I was the second lead for the project. So, I was working very, very closely to him. So, initially for me, I really admired the way he had such an eye for detail. And I was very inspired. And I really applauded him. To me, that was something to learn, right? But slowly, that changed. I actually began to notice a pattern. And even though he was like very thorough in his work, there was something I realized. And that thing was that he had a really hard time letting go of things. He had a really hard time stopping, right? So yes, you're a perfectionist, but does it end ever? As artists, creators, architects, photographers, right? There are at least 10 different ways of doing the same thing. And there is no end to how much can be improved or changed. It's just endless. It's bottomless, right? You can create a composition and you can work on it endlessly. And there will still be room for improvement. And there will still be possibilities. It was the same in architecture, you know, so we created design and concept sketches and there were presentations where we had to deliver our ideas and then there were architecture plans and drawings with tons of details and there was always so much to do with the high score of never being completely done because there are so many possibilities and that's what I noticed with my manager. I realized that he would just not stop working on the drawings until the morning of the meeting. And he would always be like, can you go in early and check on this? Can you reprint this? Because I think this black ink is not the greatest, you know, it's just a little bit light. He would actually just keep adding details and he would keep fiddling around with the details. And that were not even that important for the discussion. He would play with the fonts, and he would keep reprinting drawings until he was happy you know, with the ink and the entire process. And it was just frustrating. And that's what he did with the team. That's how we were working as well. We were just going on fiddling. We were just going on and on and on on it. And we were never ready in advance of our meetings. There was always the last minute thing to do. Are you a last minute person? I'm totally not a last minute person, but I understand that there are last minute things, but come on. We need to stop because yes, there are things that need attention, but other things that can be let go just in terms of time and priorities, right? So everybody calls him a perfectionist. And I just smiled when they did that, because in my mind, it was downright inefficient and unnecessary. Yes, you have to pay attention to details, but working hard like this was not the kind of hard work we needed. You know, was it being put to good use, that kind of perfectionism? Not really. And it was bringing the team down. It was impeding progress. It was constantly making us feel like we were behind when we weren't, when it was not meant to be, or it didn't have to be that way. All right. So the idea of letting go, just making something better and better and better, and just being fixated on making it as good as possible, Now, that is something that can be completely detrimental to our own progress. And that is what I want to tell you about today. You know, so I didn't understand this at the time when I was working with that manager. For me, it was just like, you know, oh, it's a bit overdone and uh, he's a bit, you know, picky and fussy. You know, that's how I took him and the world took him as a perfectionist, you know, but to control everything to constantly feel like you have to, have to, have to work on those things. It's not just impacted him. He was never happy with what he created. His team was never satisfied with their performance because he wasn't. And so it was impacting everybody around him. And I didn't know what this meant for me. It was just like overdoing it. But, you know, just a few years ago, I had just, I'd moved away from architecture and I was in my new creative life of photography and I was reading this book, which I'm pretty certain I've told you a thousand times about before. It is called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. Elizabeth Gilbert is the author of Eat, Pray, Love, So that's how most people know her. But Big Magic was literally my life-changing book. Have you read that book? Have you read that book? If you haven't, and you're a creative person, please, please do read that book because, you know, that book literally changed my life. And not just creatively in my journey but me as a human being as a person it's changed my personality it's taught me so many things so no exaggeration there all right which is why I'm referencing the book right now that book was the tipping point for me to move away from this idea of perfection all right so this book Big Magic it's all about leading a creative life fearlessly And Elizabeth Gilbert, she has this whole chapter on the idea of perfection. So can you imagine a writer like that who's talking about perfection and saying, boss, it's not a good thing. So when I read that chapter, my eyes were literally popping out. My whole life, I have been told, I'm a perfectionist. I'm a perfectionist. I never do something that is substandard. I'll always do this and that. And when I was reading it, I was like, Oh, gosh, that was not a compliment. (laughs) So the point that she made in the end of that chapter was that as creatives, as artists, we should not seek perfection. All right. So quite contrary right, to what we hear in the world, what our parents teach us, what the world expects of us. But honestly, we should not seek perfection. Now, just reading that changed everything for me. I had always prided myself on being a perfectionist and not like my manager, but definitely like like a typical type A person, you know. So when I read this book, it validated a lot that I felt about the idea of perfection. But as I read this book, it actually just took me back to my manager. You know, when I was reading that chapter, it took me back to my manager and it took me back to those architectural days when I was struggling because of his perfection. And that's when it just struck me. And I immediately realized that perfection or being a perfectionist makes you feel as if you've not done enough, that it can be better and better and better. It never leaves you happy. All right. That is one part of it. But just imagine that one part. Imagine how limiting that can be. Can you imagine like, let's say you have a team. Let's say you are not just a team, even in the house. Like sometimes I tell my husband, Oh, why haven't you done it this way? Or why didn't you put the vegetables like this? Or when you close the fridge like this, or why didn't you put the books like this? It's simple, small things, but this whole nature of being a perfectionist, of wanting to do it better, better in the best possible way. It actually impacts the people around us also. And the most that it impacts anyone is us. It limits us. It's very, very detrimental to making progress. You know, it can actually hold you back from launching a product, like a book, you know, publishing it because you just want to make it better and better. You just want to keep writing. It can also hold you back from sharing a photo on social media because you may think it is not perfect. I'm doing air quotes right now. All right. So it can hold you back from meeting deadlines, which is what happened to me. In architecture, right? We weren't meeting deadlines in the best possible mindset, feeling fresh because we were always doing last minute jobs. It can, uh, so when I say that it might hold you back from meeting deadlines, it also means that you might not be able to submit a recipe that you have committed to a magazine because you just want to keep testing more. You just want to keep making the recipe better and better as good as possible, right? So this idea of perfection can actually even hold you back from creating a collection of work by making you fuss over details that can only come or that can only be improved by creating more work. But if you're stuck on one thing, how do you improve? How do you create that big quantum or body of work which will actually improve you, all right? So the point is that this whole idea of making something as good as possible It can be very detrimental to our progress. You know, you're neither happy with your own work, nor are you happy with someone else's work. I'm pretty much like my manager. I'm sorry, I have to keep referencing him, but he was the best example of perfection that I have ever seen. And yet he's the worst person to work with. Now, how sad is that, right? So imagine how negative that would have felt. No one can ever meet your standards. Standards that you have set for yourself And standards you yourself cannot match. That is just downright draining. That is just not required and most definitely not in a creative life because that's the last thing we want. All right. So when we say that we do not want to seek perfection, then what does it mean that don't seek perfection? What does it mean? Does it mean that we have to produce low quality work? Does it mean that we don't pay attention to detail? Not really. I don't think so. What it means is that we have to stop this compulsive tendency to strive for flawlessness. Now, that is not good, you know, because the state of flawlessness does not exist. It is subjective. So do we stop working on details? No way. No way. But do we stop striving for making it as good as possible? Uh, Maybe a little bit, you know. Let's pick up an example. Let's just pick up an example of how things are in the food styling photography world. So let's say we are styling a bowl of pumpkin soup, okay? We add a swirl of cream over that pumpkin soup and then we sprinkle roasted pumpkin seeds. And you know, pumpkin seeds are of different sizes. So we are using a combination of seeds and that basically brings a ton of depth and layers to the photo, right? So just using different sizes, that swirl of cream, the shape of the swirl, this is attention to detail, but stressing over every single pumpkin seed so that it looks simply perfect. Now that can be done in 10 different ways. Is it worth striving for? So that's what I mean that as long as it looks natural, it looks aesthetically pleasing, we go ahead. We do not have to spend hours trying to work on something that really does not make that much of a difference. But it is our own OCD. It is our own, you know, standard that, oh, that pumpkin seed should be placed here. That one goes there and that one goes there. And so those 40, 50 pumpkin seeds or 20 pumpkin seeds that are on your soup, you're just tirelessly working away, working so hard and making it look perfect. When there might be a situation, but in the end, there could be one seed, which is actually not according to your preference. And then when you post that photo and you're like, oh man, I missed that seed. You're like, oh no, that photo doesn't look good. It's not perfect. And you feel bad. You feel like you put in so much work, but it's still not great. And what do you do? You pull yourself down. What do you do? You be hard on yourself. What do you do? You just feel terrible about your work. Now, that is unnecessary. Instead, what we need to do is we need to ask, does that effort really make or break that photo? And if it doesn't, go with it. Move on. Move forward. You will have thousand more opportunities to improve your work and your skill. Go with what is the best at that time and move, boss. Keep moving forward. In fact, all that time that you save from not working on those pumpkin seeds, You can actually use the time to create something new or to hone a new skill. Now, that is precious. That is good use of your time, right? And also, if that one seed is not how you wanted it to be, please don't hold back from sharing that photo because you are the only one. Really, you're the only one who might even notice that that one seed is not in place. For the others, it'll look perfect. It'll look amazing like all your other work. So it is all subjective. What is perfect for you might not be for someone else. And what is not for you might be for someone else. So the point is that we can continue to keep pushing and pushing and keep stressing over small little things that stop us from unleashing or putting ourselves out there. But is that the best mindset or the best approach? Not really. We cannot get better without doing the amount of work that it really takes to get better, right? You know, you cannot become a better piano player without putting in those hours of practice. And you know what they say about honing your craft, right? I think they say that you become better at your craft only after you have put in your first 10,000 hours. Now imagine if half of those 10,000 hours were spent fiddling on pumpkin seeds. Would you ever be able to grow? Would you ever be able to progress? No, you're just still stuck on that soup. So similarly, if you want to launch a course or a photography book or let's say a photography guide, right, then what do you do? You spend days creating it and you make sure that your content is very, very powerful, that it is made for the people you want it to reach. So you write your tutorial, you add your photos, you add your videos, and it's all looking fantastic. You're so like ready, but then you're just lost in selecting fonts or maybe font colors, or, you know, border choices, or some features. And gosh, in that bargain, you don't launch your course on time. You don't get your book to the publisher on time. You don't have your guide out on time because it doesn't look as good because that font is not perfect. You need to download it. You need to get it here. I mean, come on, people are ready, but you're just trying to make it look Perfect, and it's only taking away from the time that could actually have been out in the world helping other creatives in their journey. Those are things that you can move forward. You cannot move forward with bad content. You cannot move forward with mediocre content, but you can move forward with mediocre font. You can move forward with a simple and effective font. It doesn't have to be King Arthur's font, right? So, Prioritize, think of what's important and don't let these things hold you back when actually you could be putting your product out, making money, and also helping your community. So instead, just do your best. Just do what you can and move. Just move. You know, I I constantly just keep saying it. You need to keep moving forward. Settle for something that looks pleasing. It's easy to read. It doesn't look like it's low quality. But it also doesn't need another 10,000 hours for you to put in. So just make sure your content is powerful and go, just go boss, go, you know, because once your course is out, once your book is out, once your guide is out in the world, there will be so many more learnings from it. You will learn so much from that one launch, from that one experience, but it can only happen if you launch. If you keep sitting and fiddling with fonts, it's not going to happen, my friend. All right. So as creatives, As business owners, we cannot afford to hold back. I'm using these words. I'm saying we cannot afford to hold back. We should not hold back. We cannot strive for perfection because perfection does not exist. And that is the truth, my friend. And that is honestly, that is what I believe. There is no state of perfection because you can spend hours on those pumpkin seeds. There will be someone out in the world who will say, Ah, that doesn't look great. Ah, that could have been done a different way. So gosh, perfection does not exist. It is a subjective state. So let's not try to achieve it. All right, let's just do our best. And since we are talking now, let me just I just want to ask you something. Do you think that I thought my podcast was perfect before I launched it? Do you think you will not believe it? that I wasn't happy with so many things. And I still am not. There are so many things that I want to improve about this podcast. There are so many things that I still want to work on. But I knew at that time that I needed to let go and I needed to launch and then improve as I learn from the experience, as I hear back from you, your feedback. I knew that things would change dramatically. And the more I would sit and keep thinking about, oh, should I use yellow for my podcast cover? Or should I use this font for my podcast cover? Oh my God, I don't look good in that cover. Come on. If I wanted, I could have just sat and stressed and just changed and changed and changed it at least a thousand times before I actually launched. But I was like, no, I need to let go and I need to launch. When I launched, I knew, I knew I could do with better sound quality And I knew that my blog wasn't exactly the way I wanted to be. Again, it comes down to font and it comes down to design. And I was still debating, you know, colors and all of that, but I went ahead because there cannot be any kind of holding back. Like I said, we cannot afford to hold back. And honestly, today I realized that by channeling my energy on the content, I'm actually being able to fulfill the vision that I had, you know, for this podcast. I had this vision of being able to Contribute to the community I'm being able to do that. And that is 10,000 times more satisfying and more fulfilling to me. And that is more helpful to you rather than seeing that perfect shade of orange, that perfect shade of yellow, or that perfect font that just looks magnificent. You know, I can always change that. I always have control to change that. But I wouldn't be able to if if I just had never launched. So I can always buy more sophisticated equipment for better sound as well. So I can always change that too. These are things that we constantly have to keep improving, whether it is our skills, whether it is our quality, but we cannot keep sitting on it. We cannot keep fiddling around with the little things. We just move, 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 move. All right. And honestly, if you ever look back at your first photo, tell me, tell me, do you like it? (laughs) If you like it, then High five, my friend, because I don't. And it's these old photos that show us how well we've done in our journey. Do you think that you would have done so well in your journey had you spent hours and hours more on every single photo that you took? No, right? You went ahead, you put it out in the world, and then you move forward and you created another thing. And then you created another photo. And now you see your evolution, you see your progress. If you hear Beethoven's first piece, I'm guessing it's probably not as great as his last, right? So whatever you do first, it will be a bit crappy. I mean, if you look at an artist's first painting, his second is always better, right? So what that means is that we have to stop trying to strive for that state of perfection. We create, we put it out in the world, we learn from it, and then we create again. And if it is not that good, no problem, boss. There are more chances. Okay. This is a cycle. It just continues. And if you cannot hold yourself back from anything because you just need to do it, we do it. We do it scrappy. We do it imperfectly. We do what we can, but we do not for any reason hold back, be it fiddling with pumpkin seeds or be it confidence, be it whatever. We do not hold back. We go out into the world. Bold and beautiful, all right? Because we only improve by doing something and putting in that amount of work. So you you will start scrappy. I'm sorry, but you will start scrappy. That's how I started. That's how I still probably am. But I just keep going. And so do you. You need to just keep going. So you will start scrappy. Deal with it. Get past it. Stop focusing on what's holding you back. Stop focusing on the negatives. Start looking at everything that is good. Everything that is ready to go, stop controlling what really doesn't matter and stop trying to fit into an ideal world where the idea of ideal is subjective. You know what I mean? All right, so just go, my friend, just go, keep moving, bring out the best quality that you can in the amount of time that you have, knowing fully well that contrary to what the world says, there is always a next time. All right. So the next time somebody calls you a perfectionist, think of it for a minute. Is that perfectionist, that tendency to be a perfectionist, holding you back or is it moving you forward? All right. So with that, I hope that you found this episode helpful. It's a short episode, but it is a life changing idea, (laughs) not an ideal idea. But for me, this was a life changing idea. This has completely been instrumental in me making progress in my business. I have never seen growth like this. I have never seen things work for me so much better because I know when to let go and move, 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 but also keep improving. Do not create low quality work. Still focus on details. All right. So I hope that this gave you some food for thought. And if it did, I would so love to hear your ideas and perfection and whether you've been priding yourself, patting your back, or now you have a changed theory as well. And if you have any thoughts, then please, please, please do share with me. You know, you can email me. You know, you can DM me on Instagram. I will see you in a couple of weeks. Please stay tuned. I will send you an email. I'll be up on my stories. I will let you know when the next episode is coming up. We have a ton of guests and some amazing episodes lined up. You do not want to miss them. But also, thank you for being here. Thank you for being so supportive until this episode 29. I hope that I will see you once I'm back when I'm done stuffing my face with mangoes and kebabs. (laughs) All right. With that, I will see you in a couple of weeks. Have a fantastic summer, spring, wherever you are. And if you're stuffing your face with mangoes, high five. I'll see you soon. Bye bye.